much uh, to be thankful for. And uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about Thanksgiving tonight. Our young people are enjoying a beautiful Thanksgiving meal right now. Uh, they were just down the way from my office, and I almost got a little detained uh, there. I, I thought that's where I was supposed to be. I had my napkin all tucked in, my fork and my knife, and somebody said, no, you gotta go, you got to go downstairs, teach the word. So I didn't quite get that far, but I was, I was pretty close. And uh, we're just thankful. God's just good to us. Amen. God is just good to us. Hallelujah. You know, even if everything isn't going the way you want it to go, God is good to you. And it's important for us to practice this beautiful principle of thanksgiving. And I want to bring out three uh, truths about thanksgiving that I think are helpful to us. Uh, what we just experienced is a case in point of how important and how helpful thanksgiving and praise is for the believer. Uh, so much of our living for God has to do with our outlook. It has to do with our outlook. It has to do with what we believe and how we see a certain thing. Uh, you know, when we have faith, faith begins with, with believing. And then it translates into acting on that belief. And, and so it is important for us to put ourselves in the position of being in the presence of the Lord and being in the, in, the, in the environment that is conducive to praising His name. When we are in an environment that is not conducive to praising the Lord, then we, we begin to uh, shrink down and we begin to backslide. We begin to grow cold and, and grow old in our spirit. And, uh, but when we are surrounded by the presence of the Lord... It, it refreshes us, and it renews our mind, and it causes us to have a renewed outlook on life, and that is so very vital to the, the child of God. And you might be sometimes in a position where you can't readily get to the presence of God. If you can, by all means, get to the presence of the Lord. Come into this house. Enter this house with worship and with praise, and it will uplift you. But even if you're not able to do that, and I mean not able, I don't mean laying out of church. I mean not able. There are many people that just aren't able for sickness, and, and uh, even transportation is sometimes a challenge. But, but even in those instances, surround yourself with the presence of the Lord. Lift up his name, magnify him, glorify him. And I'm going to tell you something. He will arrive at where you are. Hallelujah. He said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. You say, well, I don't have somebody else. It's just me. I need two or three. He'll be the second one. And he'll show up and he'll be right where you need him to be. He'll be what you need him to be. He'll lift you. He'll comfort you. He'll give you strength. Praise the Lord. It is important to be in the presence of the Lord. So I want to talk to you about three uh, things, three truths about thanksgiving. And so I'm turning your attention to Luke chapter 17 to begin. One of the great stories in the Bible. I'm just going to read to you what the word of the Lord says about it. Luke chapter 17 verse 12. And the Bible says this. As Jesus entered into a certain village... 
there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. That's important. Jesus, Master. That's an important understanding of who he is. He's, he is our friend and we are his friend. He calls us friend. But we must never forget that he is our master. He is our Lord. Recognize him for the role that he is in. Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when Jesus saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. They received a miracle. They were lepers. This leprosy was wreaking havoc upon their body. They obeyed the word of their master, the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, Go, show yourselves unto the priest. This was the, this was the prescription under the law as to how to handle leprosy. Go talk about it with the priest. Show yourselves unto the priest. The priest would diagnose what kind of leprosy it was. He would prescribe the treatment for the leprosy. He would look at it and understand by virtue of the way the leprosy had manifested itself how to treat it. Sometimes it involved utter isolation. Sometimes it involved uh, wearing a particular uh, covering and, and notifying others in advance of, of walking up to you that you are a leper, that you are unclean. And, uh, and it depended on, on the, what the leprosy looked like, where on the body the leprosy was located. So Jesus said, go show yourselves unto the priest. As they went in obedience, they were cleansed. The leprosy was cleansed out of their body. The thing that had so ravaged their body and was on a rampage, coursing through their nervous system, trumped, uh, 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 trampling through their their veins, all of a sudden came to a screeching halt. They were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Oh, hallelujah. One of them. Gave him thanks. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger, this Samaritan. This was in keeping with much of what Jesus found as he walked the earth. So many of the people who believed were strangers. So many of the people who had faith were not of the household of Abraham. For instance, the Roman centurion, when he said, just speak the word and my daughter can be made whole. My son can be made whole. And Jesus said, I have not found such great faith in all of Israel. He was making that distinction because he was saying, this man, this man has the faith and there's a healing that's transpiring because of that. He even told them one day, he said, there were lots of lepers in Elisha's day, but there was only one healed, and his name was Naaman. He was Syrian. He wasn't even of the household of Abraham. What he was trying to explain to them was, 
You're not receiving the healings that you desire because you believe that the power comes from your personal obedience to the law. And you feel so overwhelmed by the perfection of the law that you don't have faith you could ever receive anything from God because you don't feel worthy to receive anything from God. You think your own works will bring you the healing and the righteousness. And I've come to tell you, believe. I've come to tell you, have faith. And this man received his healing. He was a stranger. He was a Samaritan. He turned around, glorified God, fell on his face at his feet, and gave thanks. And look what Jesus said. He said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. There was a difference between this man who gave thanks And those nine who merely went on their way in obedience. The nine received their healing. As did this tenth man, if you please. But this tenth man received more than a healing. He was made whole. The difference is this. In the healing that they received, the leprosy stopped in its tracks. It did no more damage. But being made whole, all the damage that had been done by the leprosy had been reversed oh hallelujah the first truth i want to bring out to you about thanksgiving is the restorative power in thanksgiving thanksgiving has restorative power glory to god now god can come into your life and he can heal you and he can stop the devil in its tracks the lord god of glory can prevent that that is working against you from proceeding any further down the road or the path of your life. But when you begin to glorify God and you begin to give Him praise and you begin to thank Him, He begins to reverse all the damage that has been done in your life. That's why there are people sitting in this room right now that have had un emotional carnage wreaked upon their life and here they are whole before God here they are with soundness of mind here they are with forgiveness in their heart here they are with a confidence for the future here they are with a love for their brother and their sister why thanksgiving They've learned how to praise God in spite of the trouble. They've learned how to praise God in spite of their past. They've learned how to give God thanks even in the middle of their turmoil. Don't just receive a blessing from the Lord. If you're going to receive a blessing from the Lord, give him thanks for what he has done. I've said to you before, and this is so true, I mentioned I think recently, you know, I need to mention it again and again so none of us ever forget it. But it is so true. We will pray to the Lord for a miracle or for a blessing or for a provision. And then God will provide the provision or the miracle or the blessing. And we will be so relieved to come out of whatever it was we were experiencing and needing resolved. That we will go our merry way and forget about where it came from. And it'll just be so, we'll just be so happy to have that weight off our shoulders and get back to living normal, if you please, that we forget to stop and say, wait a minute. Thank you, Jesus. 
Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, if it had not been for the mercy of my God, if it had not been for the direction of the Lord that told me where to go and how to, how to arrive at the destination of the miraculous, I wouldn't be where I am today. Oh, don't forget to turn back and give praise to God. Don't forget to turn back and give Him glory and to give Him thanksgiving. There is restorative power in it. Not only will the, not only will the, the carnage stop, not only will the problems cease, and, and, and we'll get into when problems don't cease. We'll get into that here in a moment. I'm talking about when the healing happens. And when the, when the problem does cease, Thanksgiving will actually take you retroactively back over all the things that were undone and broken and heal them one by one. It happens just like that. I'll tell you, in, in Joseph's life, it happened like that. Joseph's life was thrown off course so badly by the betrayal of his brothers, being cast into the pit, being falsely accused, sold into slavery, Two years in a prison. Everybody forgot him. And Joseph is down there, wasting in his mind, wasting his life away. And all those dreams he had, they're all just, I mean, what, what were those even for? But, but, but when he comes out of the pit, and God exalts him to that, that place that he had dreamed about as a child. And Joseph looks at his brothers who come from the uttermost parts of the earth to receive the provision that God had provided to them. And Joseph makes this statement, what you intended for evil, God intended for the good. That's what Thanksgiving will do. Thanksgiving went back over, the, over being sold into slavery and, and made him whole from that, from that emotional trauma. He, Thanksgiving went back over sitting in that prison for two years and made him whole from that emotional trauma. Thanksgiving went back over the betrayal of his brothers and made him whole from that emotional trauma. Thanksgiving will go back over the course of your life and begin to heal and make you whole. I often say, you don't want to go back through what you went through, but you wouldn't trade who you are for who you were. You remember being that person who, who used to didn't care too much about what other people felt or what other people were going through? Remember when you were that person who was self-centered and self-focused? Remember when you were that person who didn't have a lot of compassion? Remember when you were that person who wasn't very patient? Remember when you were that person who, who, who had no, no tolerance or, or temperance? Remember that? You've changed. You know why you've changed? Because you've been through some things. Thank God for who you've become. Thank God for who he has made you to be. Thanksgiving will heal and make whole. So there's a restorative power that occurs in Thanksgiving. Isaiah chapter 51 uh, describes this as well. Hearken to me, you that follow after righteousness. Verse 1, you that seek the Lord. Look unto the root whence you are hewn and to the hole of the pit whence you are dug, digged. Look to the places where you came from. Don't forget where you came from. Every once in a while, you need to look back over at that, at that pit where you were sunken into. Every once in a while, you need to look back at that 
rock from whence you were hewn and that hole of the pit where you are dug, digged. And you need to recognize what the Lord has done in your life. Don't get high and mighty. Don't get to the point where you think you've done this for yourself. But always be grateful unto God for doing this for you. He, he goes on to explain how to, how to maintain thanksgiving. Look unto Abraham, your father. Look unto Sarah that bare you. For I called him alone, and I blessed him, and I increased him. I, 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 I often will do this. I will often look back over what God has done in my family and thank the Lord that he has brought me to where I am today. Hallelujah. You, you have to do that. How many had a praying mother or a praying father? Anybody have that? How many had a praying mother, praying grandfather, praying relatives, praying aunt, uncle? You need to thank God for that. Hallelujah. And if you didn't have one, you've got one here in this place. People who love you, people who will pray for you, people who will, who will bless you and be with you in the time of trouble. Thank God for that. Look around the congregation and thank God for the saints that you know will pray for you in the time of need. Look around the congregation and thank God for the elders of the church. Thank God for brothers and sisters who are here that will give you a shoulder to cry on, that will give you time and, and be patient with you and pray with you and encourage you. Look unto Abraham. Look unto Sarah. Those that bear you. Look at your heritage. Look back and think back on those who paid the price. I think back on my great grandfather who was an immigrant to America in New York City. Couldn't speak English. He was from Assyria which isn't even a, a place anymore. It's a people but it's not a place. And he was, he was Persian and, and he came to America, to New York City. He was taken advantage of. He was cheated. He was, they, 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 he was bullied. He couldn't speak the language well, but he could tell he was being mistreated. And he, and he moved to Chicago. When he got to Chicago, God was ordering his steps the whole time, filled him with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He was baptized in Jesus' name. Later, when he went to Russia, he preached this gospel all through Russia, all through Iran, all through the America, American nation. And, and, and he, he, had, he had nothing in this nation. All he had was a walk with God. All he had was an obedience to God. And he put that into his son, who put it into his son, who put it into me. And I'm putting it into my children. And I give God the praise. If I ever get to the point where I think I don't have something to be thankful for, I can look unto Abraham. I can look unto Sarah. And I can say, thank the Lord for what you've done in my life. Thank the Lord for the progenitors who have gone before me and have paved a way. Hallelujah. And you have that in the church of the living God. Hallelujah. This, this heritage doesn't belong to one person. This heritage belongs to all of us. We are grafted into this vine, this vine of the blessing of God, this Abrahamic covenant. Hallelujah. Father Abraham had many sons. Had many sons. Had Father Abraham. And I'm one of them. And so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Right arm, left arm, right foot, left foot, nod your head, turn around, stay seated. But we're going to give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah. We once were foreigners. We once were strangers. But we have seen the light. We have seen the glory of the Lord. We are a part of the commonwealth of Israel. And to God be the glory for this miracle. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Every blessing that has been poured out upon Abraham belongs to you and I. Every one of them belongs to you and I. Thank God. Look unto Abraham your father. Look unto Sarah that bare you. For I have called him alone and blessed him and increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden. Hallelujah. His desert, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. That is what you look forward to when you are living a life of thanksgiving. Just let it flow from your heart. Let it flow from your mouth. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. There's something beautiful when we live a life of thanksgiving. So the first thing that I want to tell you about thanksgiving is that it in itself has restorative power. One of the most frustrating things that happens to a child of God is to think that because of the attack of the enemy that you have lost things. And, and, and it can be so frustrating because the enemy will come in and, and, and you'll have a battle with the enemy and you limp out of that battle and you think, man, Lord have mercy. I, I lost friends. I lost money. I lost health. I lost years. I lost time. I, I, I lost things. There's restorative power in the act and practice of giving thanks. Thanks is what restores the years that the locusts have eaten. Thanks is what restores the years that the palmer worm and the canker worm have destroyed. When you begin to say, thank you, Lord, for keeping me, for watching over me. I don't know how to describe it except that there's a miracle that begins to occur in giving God thanks. Others are healed, but you are made whole. When you begin to give God thanks. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Psalm 100 and verse 1. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Man, we need to sing. We need to, we need to speak this to ourselves. Serve the Lord with gladness. Not serve the Lord with drudgery. Not serve the Lord out of obligation. Not serve the Lord because if you don't, people will think less of you. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Woo, hallelujah. We are a singing people. I, I, I remember Brother Diaz. How many remember Brother Loami Diaz preaching about singing unto the Lord and the importance of singing unto the Lord? And I'll never forget one of the points that he made in his Message, he said, even Jesus sang on the cross. And I'm going to tell you, when I first heard him say it, I thought, wait a minute. I preached all around the cross. I'm trying to remember when Jesus sang on the cross. I was trying to think, what kind of clever thing is he you know, going to bring out here? I'm not, surely there's some kind of a, a, a play on words or something. But, but 
but he pointed out, and it's, and it's right there in front of us. When Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That was a psalm. It's Psalm 22. You don't, you don't just say the psalms, you sing the psalms. Jesus was singing on the cross. I don't know what you're, what you're going through or what kind of a problem you have in your life, but you can sing in every circumstance. You can sing in every situation. Come before his presence with singing. Hallelujah. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. I'm telling you how to be thankful today. When you don't have anything else to be thankful for, be thankful for this. The Lord, he is God. I know that the Lord is God. I know that I know that the Lord is God. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. I, I, you know what? God made me. I didn't make myself. God is my master. God is my savior. God's got this. He's got it all under control. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to fear. He hath made us, not we ourselves. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. And this is the next truth I want to share with you about Thanksgiving. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. So verse 4, let's concentrate on this for just a moment. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the password to the gates of God's presence. Thanksgiving is what you type in as the code. Beep, 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 beep. And the gates fly open. And you're in the presence of the Lord. I don't care where else you are. If you'll type in this password, the gates will show up in front of you and they'll fly open for you. I, I need, to, I need to, 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 to help help us understand how powerful this really is. The Bible talks about cities of refuge. There were cities of refuge that the Lord commanded the children of Israel to designate where people could actually go to these cities of refuge and they would find shelter or refuge. And, and it was particularly for the, the manslayer who, who had slain somebody on accident. They didn't mean to do it. It was accidental homicide. And, and so there was, there, was, there was this act and it, it, it took place and now... There is an avenger of blood. There is an avenger of blood who will, will enact vengeance upon this person. This person, though, did not mean to do it. And now they're in a position of looking over their shoulder because somebody's out for their blood. So the Lord said, set up cities of refuge where people can go and find shelter from the avenger of blood. And the law was that as long as they were in that city of refuge... They were safe. But if they ventured out of that city of refuge, there was no guarantee of their safety. And there's an actual account of a man coming out of the city of refuge and being murdered by the avenger of blood because he stepped out of the city of refuge. Thanksgiving is the passcode into the city of refuge. When you have shame 
out for blood, when you have condemnation out for blood, when you have depression out for blood, when you have discouragement out for blood, when you have fear out for blood, when you have worry and dread and fret and you name it, out for your blood. Thanksgiving is your passcode into the city of refuge. The gates to the city of refuge fly open and you're able to walk in wherever you are. When you feel that darkness coming in on you, when that darkness begins to settle on your soul and weigh on your mind and distract your thoughts, lift up your hands and begin to give God praise. Thank Him for something. Thank Him for something. Thank Him that He is God. Thank Him that His blood, it makes the difference. Thank Him that God was manifest in the flesh. Thank him that he has all power in heaven and in earth. Give God praise. Give God thanks. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And you're going to enter into his courts with praise. Woo, hallelujah. Glory. And he didn't stop there. He said, be thankful and bless his name. Be thankful. Don't just enter with thanksgiving, but live a life of being thankful. Hallelujah. Thank God for everything. Thank God for everything. Thank God for everything. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for the goodness of the Lord right now. There's sometimes I'll just be sitting, well, our family will be together and, and we'll, be, we'll, we'll have the food in front of us and and we'll have our family around the table. And I'll just stop and I'll think, oh God, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you that we're all here and we're blessed of your spirit. Oh, friend of mine, you don't know how blessed you really are. Don't let the vanities of this world rob you of gratitude. Don't let the trivial trials rob you of your gratitude. And you might have gone through severe trials. You might be going through one right now. But I want to encourage you and admonish you to reach out for something to give God thanks for. Hallelujah. Something to give God thanks for. Thank Him for this church. Thank Him for the people. People that are surrounding you right now. Thank him for health in your body. Thank him. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've told people, I said, give God thanks for health in your body. They said, I don't feel good. Well, what's wrong? Well, my, my, my leg hurts. Well, then thank him that your arm is healthy. Well, my, my lungs give me trouble. Thank him that your heart is all right. Hallelujah. Give him thanks for something. Hallelujah. Give him thanks for something. And I'm telling you, there's healing power. There's restorative power in thanksgiving. And you will enter into the presence of the Lord with thanksgiving. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. How do I get into your gates? With thanksgiving. How do I get into your presence? With thanksgiving. It can, you know, have you noticed sometimes it's kind of hard? It's kind of hard to just switch from being like in, you know, get it done mode and, 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 and just, trying to, just trying to labor through the day. And then all of a sudden it's devotion time and you kind of feel awkward because you're like, you're like, you got your mind set and you're focused, focused, focused. And all of a sudden you've got to like wrap all that up and be like, oh God, we truly thank you and give you praise. And you're, and you're just not in that church mode. Thanksgiving is the segue. 
into being serious about the things of God. And you need to live serious about the things of God. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're going to be one person out there and one person in here. But when you're in that world, sometimes you can get so caught up in trying to slog your way through the day that it's hard for you to bring it down and and focus on devotion and and focus on prayer and focus on consecration. And and thanksgiving is what allows you to, to bridge that gap between between this, this, this carnal nature into the presence of the Lord, you're able just to stop and say, thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for your, for your manifold blessings, for all that you have done for me. Thank you, Lord, that you brought me out of darkness. Thank you, Lord, that you put good people in my life. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me liberty. Thank you, Lord, that you delivered me from the bondage of sin. Thank God that you delivered me from false doctrine. I'm going to tell you something. It might have seemed hard to start praying, but once you start, it's going to be hard to stop because when you start giving him praise and start thanking him for his mighty power, for his mighty power, whoo, hallelujah, you're going to enter his presence and you're not, want to, you're not going to want to leave the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The third truth about Thanksgiving that I want to share with you is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And there are, there are these beautiful uh, foundational stepping stones to verse 18. Verse 18 is, simply says this, In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Rejoice evermore, verse 16 said. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing, verse 17 says. And verse 18 says, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How many need to know the will of God right now? How many just need God? Lord, I need to know your will for my life, for my family. I got a decision I got to make. I got some direction I need. I need to know your will. He just gave you his will. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Just in case you thought it was sister so-and-so he was talking to. Just in case you thought brother so-and-so better listen up real good. Because Lord knows he needs to be more thankful. Just in case you thought this wasn't about you, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's us in everything. Hallelujah. See, you miss out, and I miss out so many times on the restorative power of thanksgiving because we only use it when we're feeling good. He's trying, he's not, this isn't like, this isn't, see, God's trying to help you here by telling you in everything give thanks. He's not, he's not trying to chastise you and scold you because you're so unthankful. He's telling you how to be restored and how to be made whole in everything give thanks. See, I told you about when when I sit at the table and I have all of my children healthy and feeling well and, 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 and 
parents and in-laws and everybody's in a good position and we're all safe and sound and everybody's doing good. And then I realize how thankful I am. Well, good job, Joel, for noting the obvious. You have a right and reason to be thankful. But if you really want the power of thanksgiving in everything, give thanks. When things are in an uproar, when things are problematic, when you don't know what tomorrow holds, when the outcome is uncertain, when the doctor's report isn't what you wanted it to be, in everything, give thanks. Stop in the middle of that thing and say, Lord, I thank you for your goodness and for your glory and for your power. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm going to praise you right now. I'm going to worship you and give you honor. I'm going to worship you and give you praise. David said it this way, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Notice what he said. He, he didn't say that his praise shall continually be in my feelings. He said, he didn't say, I'm going to always be on the, I'm going to always be at the top of the heap. I'm going to feel better than anybody. I'm going to have the most positive outlook in the whole world. And, and his praise shall continually be at the forefront of my mind regardless of what I'm going through. That's not what he said. He said, I can't tell you how I'm going to feel that day. I can't tell you what my thoughts are going to be. I can't tell you exactly what, how affected I'm going to be. But I will tell you this, what comes out of my mouth is not going to change. He's worthy. He's holy. He's mighty. He's excellent. He's God and God alone. And I praise him and I thank him and I give him glory and I give him honor and I give him praise. I will not speak negativity. I will not speak defeat. I will not speak criticism. I will not speak with this attitude of carnality. I'm going to speak Pray. Woo, glory to God. You want the restorative power of thanksgiving to flourish in your life. In everything. Give thanks. Hallelujah. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. God is saying, just if you'll just do it, I'm going to make you whole. I'm going to make you whole. I'm going to make you whole. I, I, I'm going to prove to you in the scriptures. He said, quench not the spirit. He goes on. He said, despise not prophesying. He's telling you how to be made whole. Quench not the spirit. The Holy Ghost is doing a work in you. Don't quench it with negativity. Don't quench it with a bad attitude. Don't quench it with a lack of gratitude. But, 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 but despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. This is important. Abstain from all appearance of evil and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is trying to make you whole. And he does it through thanksgiving. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is, a, this is a time of the year where everybody pauses 
to give God thanks. Be one of them. Be one of them who opens up your mouth and says, Lord, I worship you. Lord, I give you praise. I thank you for the bounty of our nation. You know what? You ought to go shouting down the aisles at Kroger, thanking God for those shelves that are stocked. We're such a blessed nation. God, forgive us for our lack of gratitude and our division among one another. God, forgive this nation for its division among one another when we're so abundantly blessed of your spirit. We have sung, God shed his grace on thee so often, and God has so abundantly shed his grace on us. In spite of our failings and flaws and sins, God has blessed this nation. We ought to walk into Kroger, and we ought to, we ought to come in dancing and shouting and giving God all the praise. When you've got a little bit of money in your pocket to purchase the food on those shelves, you ought to walk out of there pushing that cart to your car, giving God thanks, giving God praise. Lord, you have been good to me. You've been good to me. Hallelujah. You've been good to me, Lord. You've been good to me, Lord. Y'all can go home and grab one of these, and you can, you can open up this cap, and you can drink this water. You can turn on a faucet, and you can drink that water. You ought to give God praise for that. You ought to repent. Hear me now. I feel the Holy Ghost. You ought to repent for all your complaining. You ought to repent for all your lack of gratitude and say, Lord, Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your goodness to me. Don't tell me you don't have a reason to be grateful. You've got a reason to give God praise and be thankful unto him, blessing his name. Thank you, Jesus. I think somebody ought to stand in their feet right now and give God praise. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God's been good. He's really been good. He's been so good to me. I just can't let him down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Let a spirit of thanksgiving get a hold of you. Let a spirit of thanksgiving get a hold of you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody thank him for salvation right now. Go ahead. I need some folks to thank him for salvation. I need folks to thank him that you've got clothes on your back and that you've got a place to go home to tonight. Come on, thank him that you've got a place to go home to tonight. 
thank him that he gave you health enough, that he gave you provision enough, that you don't have to sleep under an overpass tonight. Thank him that you've got food in the refrigerator, that you've got water. God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. This whole world, there's this, there, there's this popular trend that mocks God, that mocks the goodness of God, that mocks people who believe in God. They scoff at Him. They mock Him. They blaspheme Him. They make mockery of Him. They don't believe that He heals. They don't believe that He delivers. They don't believe that He creates. They don't believe that He redeems. I wonder if the redeemed of the Lord could say so. If you don't believe Him, that's your business. But when I was a wretch undone, He brought me out of darkness. When I was without hope and without help, He lifted, <laughs> he lifted me. He gave me a song to sing. Come on, somebody. You're waiting for the musicians to start. We'll get there. But go ahead and get out in the aisle and praise him because he's been good to you. Go ahead and praise him because he's the mighty God. He's the glorious king. Go ahead and give him all the praise. Hallelujah. I wonder if somebody could step down here right now and just say, my heart is fixed. My mind is made up. I want to give him praise. I want to give him glory. I want to give him honor. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of the praise. Come on, that's it, child of God. That's it, child of God. If you got a reason to praise him, Go ahead and give him the praise. Come on, if you feel like leaping, leap. If you feel like dancing, dance. If you feel like shouting, shout. If you feel like singing, sing. Yes! Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. What good in your mercy is restoring something. I see God restoring something. You thought you lost it, but God is making you whole. God is healing it right now. God is healing it right now. Yes, yes, yes. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Woo, that's it. That's the song of the redeemed. That's the song of the redeemed. 
That's the song of the saved and sanctified. Go ahead and praise His name. Go ahead and praise His name. is forever forever 